What's going on, everybody? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will teach you how to build wealth with real estate without buying yourself another job. As always, I am your host, Taylor Lode. I'm a real estate investor, and I focus on multifamily and self-storage investing. If you'd like to learn more about what we're up to, just go to investwithtaylor.com. Thank you for joining me here today on February 16th, 2024. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day between you and your significant other. Today, I want to dig into why taking tax or investing advice from TikTok or other social media apps is a terrible idea. And I'm going to illustrate that for you with a post that was shared by Brandon Hall. If you don't know who Brandon Hall is, he is a CPA who specializes in working with real estate investors and helping them on their taxes and their tax strategy. Recently, he shared a really interesting and kind of unfortunate story that an investor went through with an IRS audit and a deduction that they tried to take on their taxes for a car. And this is a pretty popular thing that you can see kind of commonly on TikTok and other social media things where they're telling you, oh, how great it is that you can write off all this money against your active income, just buy a car and you know, call it good. But there are a lot of nuances to that law. And this story that Brandon shared is about a guy who wound up losing a tax case and tried to take one of these deductions. If you'd like to read this thread for yourself, I will put the link to his Twitter post in the show notes of this show so you can open it and read it for yourself. But I'm just going to read through and provide some commentary here. But really, the lesson is if you want to apply any of this kind of more advanced or specialized tax strategy or investment strategy out there, you really need to seek professional advice before just plowing ahead, right? Because these things have an awful lot of nuances and qualifiers and requirements to them that you have to comply by. And if the IRS, for example, comes knocking, they might find that you didn't play by the rules and you might owe some taxes and penalties and plus have to go through the headache of an audit. So seek professional advice if you're considering any particular tax move, especially these things that are kind of commonly talked about in the real estate space by you know talking heads out there on TikTok and other social media. So let's get to it. For those of you watching the video, I will share the image as well. And remember, you can click the link in the show notes to read this thread for yourself. Okay, so let's get into it. Reading from the thread, this business owner bought an Aston Martin and wrote off $21,747 against his income, got audited, taken to tax court, and lost. Here's the story. Remember, you can read this through the link if you'd like. I've posted jokes about the G-Wagon deduction in the past, but this is a real example where a taxpayer bought a luxury vehicle, claimed a tax deduction for it, and got caught by the IRS. Business owners can legitimately claim deductions for business vehicles. Here's how it works. One, have a business need for the vehicle. Two, buy vehicle. Three, place vehicle into service by driving it for business reasons. Four, use at least 51% for business purposes. Five, document both business and personal miles. Complete these seemingly simple steps and you can claim tax deductions related to the business use of your vehicle. But here's where it gets tricky. Taxpayers have a habit of not documenting deductions properly, if at all, which makes number five the hardest part. 
To correctly document business versus personal use, one must record the amount of the expense or distance, time and place of the travel slash use, and business purpose of the trip. Every single trip must meet this documentation criteria. Interestingly and foolishly, our doomed business owner claimed he used the Aston Martin 100% for business use, to which the tax court judge wrote, quote, Although we believe petitioner's testimony that he used the Aston Martin for business purposes, we do not believe his testimony is sufficient to establish that he used it solely for business purposes. Petitioner provided no credible evidence to show that he used the Aston Martin strictly as a business vehicle, and we find it very unlikely that he did not use it for occasional personal excursions, unquote. My advice, or this is Brandon's advice, quoting from Brandon, my advice, if you want to take fancy tax deductions, spend less time on TikTok and more time with your accountant. And he is 100% right about that. And you know what? I see a lot of real estate investors out there using this deduction properly. And they use it properly because they speak with their CPA. They learn all those steps that they need to take. And then they document properly the usage of their vehicle for their businesses. Real estate is an incredibly tax advantaged way to invest and build wealth. But the tax advantages only really work if you use them properly. And a lot of folks who are trying to use some of these tax advantages don't really qualify for them. So if the IRS does come knocking, then they will declare that, no, you couldn't use this and you owe taxes and penalties. It'd just be a very, very big problem. And this doesn't just apply to the G-Wagon deduction, as Brandon calls it. There are a lot of folks out there that are using, quote unquote, the short-term rental loophole that generally don't qualify for that. I've seen more posts about folks getting audited by the IRS because they used the short-term rental loophole to try to reduce their W-2 income taxes, but they didn't properly document their activities in the short-term rental. Or even if they did, the IRS determined that their activities were not sufficient to qualify for the active tax loss against their W-2 income. So it's super important to work with a professional and get off of TikTok if you want to use any of these kind of less common or fancier or harder to use tax deductions. They are there, they are available, but you want to be ready in case the IRS comes knocking. You don't want to use these things inappropriately because if they do, they're going to catch you and you might owe some additional penalties, which is a big problem, plus all the costs of going through tax court and everything like that. Just do it right the first time. It's going to be a lot cheaper to do it right and work with a tax professional so you can get it right in the first place. And then if they do come knocking, you'll be covered, at least hopefully if you do everything right and check all of the boxes. Go seek the advice of a tax professional. Get off of TikTok, call a CPA. And that's really what I wanted to share with you today. And especially for this gentleman who tried to claim 100% business use on this Aston Martin, didn't work out so well for him. Now, I like Aston Martins. I like nice cars. And I don't blame anybody for wanting to buy an Aston Martin, of course. But if you want to use one of these so-called tax loopholes, be ready and follow the rules. And I also wanted to provide a comment here about the, the phrase tax loopholes. These things aren't loopholes. They're written into the law to incentivize a certain behavior with your money, with your business. 
right? They're in there deliberately in the tax code to further a business, to provide an incentive, to invest in your business in a particular way. A 401k is not a tax loophole, right? It's a way to defer taxes from, say, your W-2, but it's written into the code deliberately. So are all of these other regulations like the business use deduction for vehicles. They're not loopholes. They're in there deliberately, but you need to use them appropriately. So that's my little personal crusade about the phrase tax loopholes. I think we should stop calling them that. They're in the rules. They're written that way. And I think when we call them loopholes or when folks call them loopholes, they're tempted to kind of try to jump through the loophole without following all of the rules, like the documentation, like following the rules with regards to the personal use of business vehicles and other things along those lines. It starts with our kind of mental state, if you will. And if we think they're loopholes that we kind of need to just jump through and sneak ourselves through, then maybe we're less motivated to follow the rules, if you will, and you know, be ready for in case the IRS comes knocking. Think about it. If you're following or you're trying to follow one of these rules and get a special tax treatment in your business, your real estate investments or whatever, call a CPA, follow the rules so that you don't get your hand slapped. I want to thank you for joining me here today for this conversation about tax loopholes, if you will, quote unquote, tax rules and the importance of following them. You should really follow Brandon Hall on Twitter or whatever your favorite social media app is. I've provided a link once again to this particular thread so you can go check it out. He provides a lot of great information, both on his Twitter feed and on his podcast, the Tax Smart REI podcast. So go check that out as well. I hope you have a great weekend and we will catch you back here on Monday here on the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate that so much. Don't forget to subscribe and catch us here every weekday. Talk to you Monday.